0: Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. I appreciate you spending some of those Timoleons with me. Thank you. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you're in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Medicine Ball Podcast. Where we focus on giving your brain a six-pack by exercising your mind. Now, exercising your mind means that you actively think about or deal with all situations by first, seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now, if you're someone who struggles with and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand, as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training, effort, and practice. Now, I'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort, and who doesn't prefer things that are easy? Well the first step can be very easy my friends, and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Now, exercising your mind won't give you all the answers. You will, however, begin to look at things with more peace, understanding, and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life. Now, before I go any further, I'm no doctor, no psychiatrist, or psychologist. I have, however, been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years. And I got to a point in my life where I was looking at the person I was becoming versus the person I wanted to be. And that required me, among other things, to look at my mental health responsibly. So whether or not you're diagnosed or have a loved one who is, or just want to know more about mental health in general, or with all this crazy election stuff, man, one out of four Americans who now say they suffer from some sort of depression. It doesn't even matter, man. E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. Let's get into it. This week's episode, season two, episode 33. O-D-O-G. Season two, episode 33. O-D-O-G. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. You already know. Before we get into this episode's, uh or this week's episode, ODOG, real quick announcements. Uh, website, uh, if you are still checking for the website, still being worked on, I'm human. I know I talk about it every week, but just... Keep going. And one week, I, I promise you, I'm going to do something random and be like, hey, who can tell me what the first picture is on my website? I'm going to, you know, y'all do the, everybody does a cash up or the PayPal. I'm going to send somebody something, but that's coming up. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. You know, it's the day after Thanksgiving. But every day should be Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope everybody's staying positive. Um, uh, Be safe. Uh, more collabs coming up. I'm trying to work something out with my big sister. If you follow me on Instagram. At medicine ball, L S in the number three, or the real L S in the number three. You may know which sister I'm talking about and what she does, but more coming up. Stay tuned with that. Let's get right into it with no further ado. Cause this, I know I already know, man. It's just like, I don't want to be a stereotype, but like this week's episode is late. And you know what? I'm I'm saying that too much. Like, I don't really think I say it often, but I, I feel like I do. I hold myself accountable, but it is O D O G. So let's get right into it, man. Now, I'm not justifying it, but I was like, man, I don't want to go and, and speak on it. So w- when I thought about it, honesty is, is just going to be the best thing. So first, I want to start off by saying this episode was originally titled ODOT. And let me tell you what that is. OD is overdose. Well, I, I don't even want to say that. I'll say overdoing. You know, uh, I don't want to say the kids use it because I use it. We've been using it for a while, but it, like when you're doing it, to a point where it may be considered a lot or too much. Like what, what the new kids say now is spamming. All right, that means you're doing a lot. But O-D-O-G, it was O-D-O-T. So oh, overdoing the overthankfulness. But then as I started doing my little research, I was like, man, it's really gratitude. I have an attitude of gratitude and matching them up. I was like, O D, OG. just sounds better. And that's what it stands for overdoing the over gratefulness and with no more i'm gonna get right into it now um with that being said you know uh honesty i feel like is the best policy and i'm trying to organize this in a way because it's just it's just i'm thankful to god like the way it just things just work out but honesty is the best policy so i'm gonna keep it real with you guys so i want to start off by saying this everyone if you're listening to the show or at the bare minimum follow me on social media and know me before the podcast know me and my grandmother have this weird i'm not gonna say weird it's just like a great relationship like um she's in a retirement home uh very well one. not like she just got thrown to somewhere but like i'm always down to leave work and sneak her some tacos that kind of relationship like grandma you need a couple of you know a couple of extra snicker bars that kind of relationship or going over and bagging up dog food, like, some rappers be like, I bagged up dog food, literally, bagging up the dog food, rest in peace, noodles, so she wouldn't overfeed the dog in these Ziploc baggies tight like that, me and my grandmother, so as I'm organizing the show, and I'm gonna get into it and everything, I always, one thing, like, a lot of things my grandmother always said to me stood out, but one thing that just, like, really was crisp to me was, like, I don't even know what happened, but she was on her rant. And she was like, that's just like, everybody's like, why me? Why me? Everybody's talking about why me? God, why me? Why not you? And it stuck with me because I don't know what was going on at the time. And I was like, man, dad, grandma. But like, as I have grown my relationship with God and even with, you know, what's going on currently, she was right. Why not me? Too often we focus on our, and it goes back to this entitlement thing and making it about ourselves, but just like where we just think our situations are unique and that we're going through something that's just like, it's almost like we're watching our own movie and don't think any other movies are out and the movies would be other people's lives. But anyway, um, why me? So my current situation is, and again, whether you follow me on the social medias or have been following it, uh, you know, um, I call my grandmother every day at a particular time, like clockwork. You know, it just started out as something I wanted to do and kind of use as discipline to where I added it to my tax to where now I can't tell you how many days, but every time within a certain time frame clockwork, I call my grandmother just to check up on her because she's still in the home and with COVID and everything. And, you know, I mentioned a couple of uh, podcast episodes back, like one time I went to visit her and it was really like burned into my mind, the image of her walking away because we were visiting through the glass door and like. And my grandmother's probably being a little bit, little bit dramatic, but walking away. And I was like, "Dag, that's like, you visited someone at jail and we paying for this? Oh, nah. So that's how I started calling her. And then from there and me just being, you know, a person who just always trying to look to be a better person and better myself to be more kind. I started realizing like, man, I call her every day at this time. She probably don't even use the clock. She just know at this time, because now like my grandmother, you know, she has dementia. She had a stroke. And now I think she has lost her sight in her left eye. But long story short, she can't dial the phone anymore. Uh, she definitely not checking for no call or ID. She answering the phone, right? Pick up and just says my name, right? So I'm aware of that. And just like anything you do, if you do something, it don't matter what you do every single day. Things are going to build. Relationships are going to build. Habits are going to build. So just when me call my grandmother, like we're so close because we talk about everything. and She depend on me. Like, I can definitely tell you where the oxidant is and how much it is. I can definitely tell you how much the SunSweet prune juice costs. I could definitely let you know how much six turtle packages are at the CVS because you can't just get them everywhere. And I'm not talking about go pick, look up turtles or candy. You know what I mean? And just like even when sometimes I get kind of frustrated because it's just like I do it to myself. I choose to call her every day and I know she's going to start asking. She's gonna tell me what's up. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, you, you know, I, I depend on you. You keep the family together, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, even when I get frustrated, I'm like, man, I'm tired of going home, oh, man. I don't want to go over here and take no sure for women. It might not be true, but just like the way I think about my grandmother, like for real, for real, I don't think my grandmother has ever like told me no. And just that alone is enough for make me to be like, man, I'm get my tail up and, and, and go over here. So with that being said you know, and I've always been family oriented and it's not on purpose, but I just naturally keep up with all the cousins, both sides of the family. I'm going to tell you what, you, what hurt what my grandmother, what her, what her sister's uh, grandson is doing, who will be my cousin, what his daughter is doing, where they live in. And she just, she just says things to me that like, like, oh man, your granddaddy's not here, but you're keeping us together. I depend on you. And like, I don't take that lightly. Like it's, it's heavy because there's a lot of stuff going on with my mom, my grandmother, my aunt, and my brother, and my dad. But it's life, really. Again, let me not get stuck in. Is it. why not me, right? So long story short, uh, my grandmother. It's nine of them, I believe. And my cousin, hear this and is wrong. Um, let me see here. It's uh, Sandra, June, Council, um, Tuki, my grandmother, Althenia. might be seven. Oh man anyway they're like the original lineage of our family like some patriarch tip like to the point where it's like they're like i don't want to say legendary but just like man if you go to the salon and you see that jury curl uh item with the perp with the head of the horse with the waves not going down that's my that's my uncle That's how rooted my family is, just with those siblings I'm naming off, my grandmother's brothers and sisters. Like, he's my uncle. I've been to his house. He got a miniature golf course on his roof. He has an African-American slave exhibit in his house. That is my uncle. So all of that to say, Thanksgiving was yesterday, and, you know, I'm breaking up time between with my mother, my father, you know, my sisters and all of that. And I found out that the oldest one of that, my grandmother's sister, right now is in hospice with COVID and she's probably not going to make it. And I can't even mention the name because like my family listens to my podcast and I don't even want to do it, but just like, number one, I couldn't even tell my mother. And that's another story. Number two, I don't have the balls to tell my grandmother because I don't think I don't know if she would survive something like that on her heart and with her living in the home. I don't want to, you see what I'm saying? Now, mind you, people probably say, well, that ain't your responsibility and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. If you're saying that and you're listening to this, you need to go listen to some of my other episodes. We take over responsibility here so we can be in control of things. So that's been racking my mind. COVID is really happening around me and I still can't even fathom that, like, I don't know. So I've been everywhere today and I wanted to keep it real with you guys. And as I'm thinking about this show and like, and I know subconsciously that the issues that I'm having. So like I had started recording this and somehow I overwrote the the, the fat, long story short rookie move. And it's like, I'm like, man, nothing goes wrong, but I'm aware enough, you know, because we always exercise in our brain to know like subconsciously I'm just like putting it off. But in that moment, as I stopped and I prayed, and if y'all listen to this show or if I like, I try not to throw my, I, I just use, you know, really like personally for me, it's a feeling, it's spiritual. I feel it, but I always say logically for those people who may not, you know, who want something more logical, like I prayed and I stopped. And even in that moment, I'm like overdoing the over gratefulness like i'm really grateful because the first thing i was was like man holy crap i got my show why am i going through all this to my over thankful what i'm gonna talk about i'm overly grateful because that's my un over there and to be honest like not just a random aunt, but besides that that's my cousin that i talked to grandmother That's one of the last of the six siblings or seven siblings in this family. Overly grateful, overdoing it with the over gratefulness. All right. So I've I've spent enough time on that and I could just really go on and on about relating it and how it came together. But let's start at the basics. So, uh, you know, the definition of gratitude. Gratitude. The quality of being thankful. Readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So it uh, has an origin. The Latin origin is gratitudo from Latin gratis, gratis, pleasing or thankful. Um, and that's why I changed it to gratitude, because like even when I went and tried to look up some legitimate definitions for thankfulness, because I was going to do O-D-O-T, like it just kept saying gratitude. So that's what it really should be. It should be an attitude of gratitude, and, like, I literally posted this. So, with everything that's going on, I felt it was appropriate because, you know, with my situation, and I don't want to, you know, make it seem like it's, because there's people going through all kinds of stuff. I mean, how many people have COVID right now? How many deaths have they reported? So, I know I'm far from the only one. So, let me say that first, but let's talk about being thankful. And I said the OD because I think it's so easy for people, and even me, like, even when I say, like, I'm overly thankful. I'm thankful for my shoes. It's real easy, I feel like, for people to just say, man, that's corny. That's not realistic and whatnot. So I wanted to kind of relate it. And even with the story, I try to relate the strategies that I use with my life to show an example, you know, especially with me being diagnosed and having to deal with the anxiety, you know, the uh, depression, the the um, real high ups and real high downs and things of that nature. I like to use myself. So, um, In my personal journey, I can give you, you know, I like to do threes real real quick. Number one, gratitude and why you want to be overly thankful, especially when things aren't going your way. And I use myself for an example. Some of the roughest things I've been through. That is an opportunity to get closer to God. Like there's some things that even today I have to stop because I complain about them on a daily basis, but like. When people step back and they're like, hey, if you could do it all over, would you do it again? You know, and it's just like, you know, everybody's going to say, uh, heck yeah, i do it again. But like me, I definitely do it again because I know for a fact, the harder or the tougher th- things that I have gone through, like if it wasn't for them, and I'm just using God because this is number one, I would not be nowhere near where I'm at just alone in my religious journey. In every struggle, there's always an opportunity to get closer to God because it's like, if you're looking at it or you're reading it and you're doing more than just glancing over those, you know, verses that your grandmother gave you or she kept the Bible open to or the ones you had to say at school. And I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, not to take it lightly, but like, he gives you tests and he retests and I don't want to sound like a preacher. Side note, back to my grandmother, my relationship, she randomly one day said to me like, hey, you might want to be a preacher. And like I was so nervous, I felt like a a guy who had just got time. I don't know. I was just like, uh, uh, okay, grandmother. Uh, bye. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, I don't want to sound like a preacher, but it's just like he gives you test. If you don't believe in God, like, and you're complaining about your situation or don't understand your struggle, like, he's giving you an opportunity to try it out. He gives you an opportunity to get closer to God, even if you're someone who just post a, a verse. If you had to open the Bible to get to that verse, like it's oblivious to the obvious. We talked about it, but it's an opportunity to get close to God and further religion. Like when people ask me, like all the time people ask me crazy questions and I used to be quick to be like, man, excellent opportunity to be like Mr. Medicine Ball. Well, hey, what you should do. I don't have to stop and be like, listen, I will say a prayer, take it to the big guy and, and see what he say. Like I literally said this to a young lady in reference to my job today. Because, number one, for liability issues. Like, I just know it's too human and too easy to be like, well, it, it, this didn't work and I did what you said. You know, it's human nature, even me. So I was like, number two, you, I'm, hey, take it to God. You know what I mean? Because, like, what you going to do? You going to come back and, and say, oh, well, you told me to take it to God. Well, you just said you believe in God. But number three, it, it builds so much more discipline, faith. But number one, you know, it gives you an opportunity to get clear. Number two, these are examples of how I take it uh, grateful or I try to, you know, be overly grateful I'm grateful for this show that I was complaining and and, and really I apologize to you guys for you know because I don't care like I'm not boasting I don't care if it's that one person who's waiting for this joint to be out at a specific time I owe it to them so I apologize because like this show is something that also helps me I'm so appreciative for the show because in it alone, I'm able to address things that are going on in my life. Like if you follow the show, how many times have I related literally something going on in my life to, 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 to you know, a strategy on the show? So the show gives me, y'all are therapy for me. I'm not the therapist. We're a therapy session. So I'm grateful for this show. So I apologize because not only do I owe it to you guys, like it's always therapeutic for me. That's another show, you know really running from the things that help us being our own worst enemy but anyway number three another example that piggybacks off of two responsibility you know what i mean like there's a certain pride that comes in responsibility once you're able to mentally exercise your brain and start looking at things from a positive point of view and being grateful and having gratitude so that's just me personally of three different examples of how like i can take rough situations you know what i mean um Number one, just being rough, go to God. Number two, you know, the show is therapeutic for me and it helps me, you know, get my things out and express myself. And number three, the responsibility, which we always talk about being over-responsible. It helps me. All right. So those are just three examples. Of myself. So let's get right into it. How can you ex- increase thankfulness? I talk about it all the time. Like even when I grumble at things that my retired Vietnam veteran, golf playing beer sipping but deserve father does i stop myself so quick and be like yo thank you god for that because i want to hear those footsteps i don't know what i would do if really for real for real you know he told me he was coming through or he was coming at a certain time and like he ain't come i don't give a darn how many beer cans yeah so you know what yo i'm thankful for the beer cans first of all like we drinking the beer and it's the good stuff second of all like you know if i didn't have it's just so many levels like i don't really you don't really we don't we don't really be wanting what we think we want sometimes so you know what pardon me god immediately because hey let him leave a couple of more beer cans i actually love them that's just an example making my smoothie man oh man i got the wrong fruit pause bro you got a blender you complaining about the organic fruit in your smoothie the organic food that you can purchase in your smoothie. And there's people who can't eat. You know, those are just some little bonuses. But how can we increase our gratitude? To a corny example, first of all, I want to say this. You got an OD on it because like like I said, no matter what you do, it could be getting up and, and, and patting yourself on the, on on the on, on the back three times each morning. About 60 days in, you have no idea what that may do for your life. So all of that to say, like, if you f- put something in your face, something is going to catch scientifically, the human mind works a certain way. It's like, we completely understand it takes us so long to walk so long to talk. And we don't forget that stuff unless something tragic happens. So guess what? At this point in our life, we're not going to forget the things that we may not li- like, unless something tragic happens. Let's OD on it. But how can we increase it out of that? Well, well, the difference on the internet between thankfulness and gratitude, and this is literally what came up first, is thankfulness is general. And I think this is one of those situations like sympathy and empathy. Like, they're the same thing. Like, they're close cousins. But now, thankfulness is a general situation. But gratitude, the special manifestation of spiritual spirituality, love, and affection. Now, peep how that works in. I don't know what you guys are reading, but I know as far as me and my religious studies, uh, that sounded about right. You know, love uh, your, your your God with all your mind, all your heart, with everything you have. Love your neighbor like yourself. They always talk about that. Like the some of a key. OK, cool. I'm with that spirituality. You know, just and I'm just looking at it logically. Spirituality. Yeah, I'm with that. Grateful is a feeling. What thankful is an act when someone does something good to you you feel grateful but you offer thanks as an action for what you see what I'm saying so it's almost like thank thankful is a translation of the gratefulness because the gratefulness is a feeling so how can we increase it how can we increase our gratitude and I wanted to you know and I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you guys where everything I could talk about and how like even with it being thanksgiving like how grateful and happy for the things that I have, like I could go on and on. So I had to type it out. So I'm staying structured. So I'm sticking to the script, short episode. How can you increase your gratitude? Three ways with a bonus point. All right. Number one, don't be picky. Appreciate everything. And that should have like, that should be connected immediately to this sense of entitlement we always talk about. Let's not have this sense of entitlement. Like my grandmother said, why not you? Like I say it, if anybody listens to rap, and even if you don't, everybody know who Future is. Go look him up. He got an old song. Who you think you is? Who you think? I say that to my to other people, of course, in my head, but always to myself all the time. When I find myself getting too entitled, I'm like, wait, who you think you is? Yo, don't be picky. Appreciate everything. Number two which, you know, attaches to what we've been talking about this whole episode. Find gratitude in your challenges. All right? Me, personally, I'm a dude who, who like, I refuse to lose. So, even in a situation where it looked like I'm losing, I'm definitely looking for a win just for just for moral purposes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, just to keep morale high. I could break my glass, and I'm going to be like, dag, well, we wanted these new dishes, you know what I'm saying? I only needed two, you know what I mean? So I ain't want to buy the whole set. But heck, now I need three. It was six in there. Pfft, let's get it. Just that simple. Find gratitude in your challenges because when you're able, not if, when you're able to get through that, I promise you on the other side, I don't know what it is, but you're going to have something you didn't have before. And uh, number three, keep a gratitude journal. Why am I saying this? Anybody who knows me know I hate to write stuff down. But do I? Because I use Google Keep. And when I'm looking at my Google Keep notes with prayers and gratitude, it's looking kind of deep. I refuse to lose. I basically got one and it's on my computer. So keep a gratitude journal. Now, here's the other thing logically scientifically writing something out like this is stuff we'll say in a casual conversation that sounds smart oh man psh, they said if you write it down it increases your memory like people say that all day and they'd be like why you want to keep a journal I'm talking to myself that goes back I refuse to lose empathetic therapy for me but yo use a journal and let's not get too hung up on specifics a journal is just a documentation you feel me like when I went my dad used to always be like man you're not writing anything down and I was like man I keep Google notes and then when I flipped it out he was like oh You are writing it down. Document. Bonus point. Not to toot my whole own horn. Volunteer. No Tennessee UGA over here. But humbly, I always like this year, I was like, man, I ain't really do nothing to feed the homeless. I like honestly felt bad about that. And it's like, I try really hard to be humble and not think highly of myself, but it also hurts me because I forget some of the great things I've done volunteer you could go look this up this public records vistas volunteers in service to america vista you can go look that up i did a thousand hours with that you know what i mean Uh, americorps hands-on atlanta i did over a thousand hours with that volunteering makes you humble but logically it gives you a reality check because if you're volunteering chances are you're doing something to aid someone In a situation that's beneath yours. But it lets you see it. It's real to see like. You know like Skid Row for instance. I don't even like I don't know. I might have been because I was in theater. And it was a play or something with Skid Row. But I felt like I used that too casually. And jokes just throughout my life. And like now I don't even play around with it. Because I've been down there. And like seeing. It's real. Volunteering puts you in these situations that you would never think. Oh, that never happened to me. The things that you just casually just like take for granted. When you go in there and turn that shower on, like when you come back, you just hop in there because you expect that joint to be hot. It's not hot for everybody. That is a blessing. All right. So volunteering is a, a good thing. Plus, it look good on your resume. But that ain't what I did. But you know, volunteer. All right. So I think that was three. Don't be picky. Appreciate everything. Find gratitude in your challenges. Keep a gratitude journal and a bonus point. Volunteer. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's late. But even with it being late, I held myself accountable. I was like, man, listen, I refuse not to have a podcast come out on this Friday. Like, they're not going to be able to look it up. and go, not What happened here? Saturday. Nah. Never happened. So with that being said, had to make a compromise. Gratitude. There's people, I don't care if it's one person. Now, I know for a fact there's more than one person waiting in my pocket, but it could be one person. Go back and listen to what I said about responsibility, and it ties all in. Responsibility, you know, gratitude, humbling yourself. So it ties all in. Not only that, I'm about to go ahead and uh, end this and upload it. I went back and spot listened to it, but, I, I mean, I just feel comfortable that I didn't ramble. I was, I have faith. Because I always pray before it. I mean, I know it's sounds crazy, but now I'm like, hey, if I mention your name in Jesus' name, if I mention your name, God, or any religion, do not have me playing with you on here. Let me say it in, in the most respectful way. But I'm going to have a little faith. I'm not even going to go back and listen to the latter half of this. I want it to be pure, but I just have faith and I'm comfortable that it's good. I like the way it flowed. You guys, it's been rough for everybody. Very rough. But let's overdo the over-gratefulness. Every one of those opportunities at the bare minimum is a chance to practice some type of characteristic in yourself that you can get better at. Whether it be patience. Oh, man, I'm broke. Budgeting. Oh, I don't have anybody. Self-awareness. Oh, man, I don't have that job. What's that hobby? At least start looking at, hmm, what skills do I have? I'm telling you. Be grateful. It's been rough for everybody. I'm light. I know people who have lost like seven or eight family members and have to look at people say COVID is fake. If you don't believe in what's going on with it, cool. Use your words empathetically. Like you can't be mad at Trump saying he don't care about the people, but you're literally saying COVID is fake, and somebody's saying, well, somebody just died from this. Let's be empathetic, man. It's been rough for everybody. Believe in yourself, take that next step. It's a responsibility. But I promise you on the other side, like you're going to have like scientifically, if you go further with anything than you've ever gone before, it's going to be something you've never experienced. Who knows what it is? Let's gamble on ourselves. And if you don't believe in yourself, I believe in you. You got this. We got this. Keep your head up. Season two, episode 33. Y'all go check me on my social media. I love y'all till next week. Let's overdo the over gratefulness, man. I'm telling you, if you just like, like we say fake it till we make it all the time. Like I'll be like, yo, don't say that. If you're not fake, your gratefulness for 72 hours straight, I will give you a guarantee. You hit my PayPal. If, if something don't change in you on the, on on that on that, on that, uh, fourth day where you're just like, man, I'm not going to do it no more. Like I'm telling you, you're going to find yourself saying, pardon me or excuse me, or man, I'm thankful for this. You're going to catch yourself. Let's try it. Let's overdo being overgrateful. Let's be empathetic. Instead of hating on other situations or criticizing it or judging it, if it's something we wouldn't want to be in and we're not in that situation, instead of criticizing, like, let's flip it. Just be grateful. Man, I'm glad that's not me. I hope they are. Right. And take it a step further. Man, I've been through that. Let me throw a few jewels out. I love y'all. Y'all stay up. Medicine Ball next week. We'll get it back. Yeah, yeah.